Warning, the Bone Bad Joe is intended for adults only and contains bad words and other yucky stuff that may make some people very angry. So watch out. Hey gang, this is Jay Emmett. And Stewie D from the Obscurious Podcast. And we're coming at you today to ask for your help. That's right, we're asking you, the people out there in Podland, to show your support in getting a good friend of the Podosphere, Brother D, from Mail or Zombie, to Horror Hound Convention in March of 2009. Now, some of you may be asking yourself, why should I help out? The truth is, Brother D fell down a well and was trapped, like, for two days. Everyone expected him to just give up down there, but the thoughts of going to Horror Hound and meeting Corey Haim kept him going. Uh, dude, I think that was baby Jessica. Oh. Uh, he was filming a new male or zombie commercial where the pyrotechnic display erupted, setting his hair ablaze. Uh, Michael Jackson. Damn it. So what should I say? How about the truth? I guess that could work. The truth is, Brother D and his lovely wife, Bren, have recently been dealt a crap hand from life. That's right. Life has been knocking them around like a $5 whore who forgot to pay her pimp. Really? Sorry. At any rate, they were planning on attending the event, but now it may not be possible. And that's where we stepped in. We want to stick it to the man to lift the spirits of our friends to get them to Horror Hound. But we're not alone. This is Scott from the Disney Indiana Podcast. Hey, this is Brian from Drunken Zombie. This is Dave from Drunken Zombie. This is Wes from Drunken Zombie. This is Crazy Uncle Randy from Drunken Zombie. This is TJ of Totally TJ Fan. This is Dave from the Cheap and Dirty Podcast. This is Metal Mikey, loyal listener of the Mail Order Zombie Podcast. Hi there, this is Amy. And this is Freddie from Night of the Living Podcast. And we're asking you to help, help a, a brother, brother out. out. Help a brother out, won't you? Help, help a brother, brother out. out. Help a brother out. Hope. Help a brother out. 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 Oh man, help a brother out. If you want to be a nice person and help a brother out, go to www.obscure80s.com. Click on the donate button at the bottom of the home page. Make sure you leave a note so we know what your money's going for. And if you need more information, just click on the news and links tab and it'll tell you a little bit more. Come on, do like they say. Help a brother out. For the Bone Bat Podcast, where you can listen to Steve and Gord. It's a kick-ass digital broadcast where we've got dick jokes galore. Bone Bat. Take him to Detroit. No, no, not Detroit. No, no, please. Anything but that. No, no. When I know you want to look pretty. And I know you want to smell nice And I know you want to make all the other girls jealous, baby But we ain't got all day We're 
the liquor store will come on The party's made, come on Stop your hesitating, come on You're taking too much time We still gotta stop and get a bottle of wine Well, I know that you wanna look pretty And I know you wanna smell nice And I know you got a reputation But we ain't got all night Come on, baby Let's go Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Bone Bat Show, episode 17. This is Steve. This is Gord. How's it going, man? Ah, oh, man, I'm, I'm, I'm sick. You were sick, now I'm sick. We're oh, sick. I'm sorry Other to hear that. that. Is pretty good. I, I, I definitely don't have the uh, James Earl Jones voice going this episode, I'm afraid. But you, you, sound, fairly, you sound fairly normal. I got a cough drop. Yeah? That must yeah. be it. That makes yeah. all the difference in the world. As long as you have something to suck on. Are, are, we, are we already starting with the gay stuff? <laughs> <laughs> so early in the show. Who said gay? It's funny how your mind immediately jumps to, oh, it's the gay stuff. I was talking about a nice lozenge. Good Lord. Well, listen, man, I got to say, I am absolutely fired Who up. Who are you calling a lozenge? <laughs> a sausage? What? See? Anyway. I'm totally fired up about the musical guest this week. Uh, we've got Twist and Tarantulas, the uh, Detroit Rockabilly Kings, uh, were kind enough to let us use their music this week. Some great stuff. I just really dig it. Yeah, incredibly cool. It, not, I, you know, not a lot of really good stuff comes from Detroit, but that that would be on that <laughs> short list right there. Sorry, man, I didn't mean to bag on your hometown, but I've been there. I have been to Detroit. <laughs> I, I, I lived in Ann Arbor for. What five years? Oh God, that's right. Yeah. As a matter of fact, your goddaughter came from Detroit, pal. Take it back. <laughs> I'm not taking it back. I've never been so scared to step out into an industrialized part of town as I was in Detroit. I'm more comfortable in Fresno. Jeez, Obizo. It's like the Road Warrior, just like the, the urban apocalypse where I was. Truly a frightening place. That's true. We went downtown to uh, see uh, the specials at a club and. Uh, it was interesting because on the way we were kind of pre-funking and we were listening to the song Ghost Town as we were driving yeah. through these kind of burned out wrecks of old buildings and it was, it was kind of an interesting juxtaposition between the music and what we were actually seeing outside the car. This town is going to be a ghost town. That's See, I'm getting my singing in early too. Sweet. So we can just check these things off the list. We've done the homo dip joke. We've done the singing Check, check. <laughs> I was in Detroit, and I visited this this print company that was folding up shop and, and moving to a, the suburbs or something, and they had us park in this parking lot that was just great big fences with razor wire around them and everything else. And I kind of said, like, trying to make a joke. I said, so, you know, that keep your car safe? And the guy turns to me totally serious. He goes, nah, they managed to hop the fence, then they get in the cars, and they just blow right through the gate, knock the thing down. Wow. Like, okay, so it's a rental. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, so Detroit, um, <laughs> thank you for the music, and we'll just add you to the list of places that now hate us. <laughs> what was the other place I crapped all over? West Virginia, yeah. Yeah, they don't like you there either. Which is nothing like Detroit, by the way. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Twist and Tarantulas. We love the music. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your music, and in spite of us picking on your hometown. <laughs> So what's Come on your on. mind? In California, we got earthquakes, fires, floods, killer bees. It's wintertime, and we have shit on fire right now. I, 
we, we have our, our share of tragedy out here. But, oh, here so nice in, outside. Here in Seattle, it rains like a motherfucker, and all our sports teams suck, so... <laughs> So what are we going to touch on first? Uh, we've already started with the... I think we should hit on uh, what's been on your mind lately, man. Oh, what's been on my mind? I, I just came back from uh, Tijuana. Did you? And, yeah. Tijuana yeah, weekend. Be, no, it was a Tijuana day. That's all. It's all I can tolerate. And, God, you know what? Tijuana is a real shithole. Tijuana sucks. Tijuana is... Like a, a crappier, if you can imagine this, a crappier version of Los Angeles, but with people that are more polite. <laughs> I just... <laughs> and it doesn't take you an hour to get anywhere? That's true. Well, it does, because the roads are so potholed and chunked up, and there are people, like, ambling through what should be traffic. Man, so what were a number of places in Mexico, and, and I've liked them. Mm-hmm. Tijuana, not on the list of places I like in Mexico. So what were you doing in Tijuana, sir? Well, this is it's kind of a good news, bad news story. The bad news is I was I was there at a, a plant that's closing. The good news is they're closing shop because they're moving to Texas. Oh, that's right, man. So it's coming the other way. Jobs coming to America, baby. It's probably because our fuel is so cheap now. That or the cartel has executed all the people that work in the plant. I don't know. It's, God, it's a terrible place. And it's so nice to come back into where I live after being someplace that I don't live and then I go oh yeah that's right that's where I, why I live here you realize you're so, yeah, sounding like an ugly American here. No, I'm not an ugly American I'm an ugly Northern Californian I mean what have I done so far I picked on Detroit which is part of America picked on Tijuana which is part of Mexico hey you know what I've been to Merida in Mexico that's one of the nicest cities I've ever been in I like Merida yeah so that, that's what's on my mind I, I, I may be uh, I don't know I like living where I live and nowhere else what's on your mind man uh, well, uh, were we going to talk a little science? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, yeah, I was going to do, should I do my, my little politics soapbox? Exactly. All right. Here's Gord's Politics Corner. And by the way, if you can think of a name for this segment, um, feel free to keep it to yourself. Ocean <laughs> acidification. You it know how Gordon feels about segments. He hates the <laughs> fucking right. things. He doesn't want any, have any segments or anything like that. No segments. No, I don't want any structure. No at all. names for anything. I'm nihilist. I don't even want the podcast. I just want to sit here and stare at my microphone for an hour and broadcast that. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing, people. Global warming. Let's let's just for a moment step back and and say it's it's all a hunk of crap. Global warming doesn't exist for the purposes of of this conversation. But everybody, it's it's incontrovertible. Everybody, Rush Limbaugh, it, I don't care if you're the far right, far left, everybody agrees that there is a metric assload of carbon dioxide being dumped into the atmosphere at levels never before seen by human hands. I mean, it's, it's happened in the past when like an asteroid slammed into the earth or big volcanoes went off, but metric assload of carbon dioxide in the atmosphere. And when you cut carbon dioxide in the atmosphere and it rains which it does then you get the ocean becomes more acidic it's it's real basic science the carbon dioxide it forms carbonic acid in the ocean and more acid in the ocean is not a good thing if you start turning the whole ocean into an acid ocean it's bad we don't really need to go any further so Enough with the with the global warming myth or reality. Just we we seriously need to stop putting greenhouse gases 
into the atmosphere. And, and if it stops global warming as a result, super duper. But the, the ocean's getting acidic, and you're going to start hearing more and more about this. And it's not a science thing. It's a, it's a political thing. We've got to figure out a way to stop this shit. Or everything's going to die, including you. So isn't that special? Here's the other thing, people. You know, you know I was against Prop 8. I'm for the gay marriage. I like the gays. But you people that are attacking the Mormon tabernacles, vandalizing people's places of worship, that's not cool. I don't I don't care who you are. That That's not the way we do shit in this country. Knock it off, okay? I'm, I'm not with you on that. Gay marriage, yes. Vandalizing holy places, no. And we can pick on the Mormons. We can pick on any religion we want. Just leave their holy places, the places of worship, alone, okay? Bad enough they have to wear special underwear. They don't need putting people like burning their, their places down. That's it. That's my political corner for the week. Feel free to name it and keep it to yourself. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Am I negative enough? Yeah, you're you're uh you got a belly full, don't you? I'll tell you, you know why? It's because I've been sick. I, I I'm I'm freaking sick of being sick. Yeah? That's what we should talk about. I mean, it's just a cold, but it just puts me in a bad mood. Remember when you were a kid and you got sick and how you'd just be like, just laying in your bed in agony, wanting to die, and like a day later you're all better? It's not like that as a grown-up, man. <laughs> and how long have you had your cold? I've, I've had this like probably going on five or six weeks. I'm pretty much over it. I still have just a little bit of a lingering cough. That's the only thing that's the, the last like, remnant that I can't seem to kick. A lingering cough that you can't seem to kick? Cough. Oh, Oh, jeez. Sorry. Yeah, you got cock well, on the brain tonight, like, don't you? Holy yeah, at smokes. least it's on the brain. Yeah. What, what was the, the sickest you ever were? What, did you ever get like a real... like? Uh, yeah, I like, got, oh I got pneumonia one time. Uh, pneumonia? I was out... Uh, I remember I was like mowing the lawn and I felt real shitty. And my dad was kind of, Ah, oh, get out there and mow the lawn, damn it. You know. <laughs> Kind of uh, figuring that I was just the normal lazy teenager, which I was, don't get me wrong. But in this particular instance, I felt like shit. So I finished mowing the lawn, I came in, went to sleep, and I woke up two weeks later and didn't remember anything about what had happened. I was behind on <laughs> my schoolwork. Yeah, it was kind of a trip. It was pretty fucked up. Did you end up, I mean, did you find out during that time you went to the hospital or? Uh, no, I went to the doctor several times, but I, I, did, I didn't really, you know, I, I was just pretty, I don't really remember. It was like I lost that time. It was really bizarre. Yeah, just kind of a haze. That, you, you know, like what it was. I probably was awake and doing things, but I just, I don't remember anything about it. I just remember waking up one day and, you know, feeling good enough to start going to, back to school. So it was weird. Uh, I got, I had mono, I had mononucleosis in high school. And I remember, kind of like you, I mean, there was like this, I remember... That I, I felt like I had a sore throat, went to the doctor, and the doctor sent me to the hospital. And at the hospital, they're like, "Yeah, you got you got mono." And I just kind of thought, I laughed because I'm like, "Wow, cool! This this really isn't that bad. It's just like a sore throat." And my mom was all upset. Next thing I knew, I was just like too tired to eat, kind of things. It was here I was a teenager, and I was actually too tired to masturbate. <laughs> And that's really saying something for you. I mean, you're a... Yeah, you're I mean, a, that's, that's exhausted. Frankly, you're a power user. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you working on a book? Uh, penis hacks, tips, and tricks? <laughs> <laughs> we 
you say working on the book? Are you worried that the, the hole I drilled in it? <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, to your point, uh, when you're when you're a kid and you're sick, it, it is you kind of power through it better. I agree with that. That you know it doesn't really bug you as much, or you don't think about it as much, and you're yeah. able to you know just be sick and watch cartoons and eat a few popsicles and move on with your life. Whereas an adult. You sit around and bitch about it more. God, I've been going through boxes of Kleenex. I don't remember bitching about being sick so much when I was a kid, unless it was something that was, you know, fairly major. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, when you're a kid and you get sick, it's just, you can be sick. Like, well, I, you know, I'm sick. That means I'm going to do this other thing. I'm going to do the sit in front of the TV and watch cartoons for a day thing. When you're an adult and you're sick, it's like you have to keep doing the same Adult bullshit. You just have to do it while you're sick. So maybe that's why we complain more. Yeah, that's probably it. And you know, it's pretty rare that you know, I t- I take a sick day. I'll, I'll take one every once in a while, but it's it's fairly rare. And usually, yeah, I feel so shitty on those days that it's not a matter of like you know sitting around playing Xbox all day and reco- recuperating. It's I feel too shitty to play Xbox or watch TV right. or you know anything like that. Yeah, you're just laying in bed going uh. Or, or usually when I, when I get really sick, then it always, it happens on the weekend. And so, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, so the days you that you spend. coming on like on Friday afternoon, and then you're, you're just well enough to go back to work Monday morning. Exactly. Yeah. You feel shitty all weekend. So. That pretty much blows. You, you, uh, you get the flu shot? I don't get the flu shot. I'm kind of dubious shot. about the flu shot. I mean, I, I know it's been pretty much debunked that you can't really get the flu from having the flu shot. So that that's not really what I'm worried about. I'm just kind of of the mind that I don't like to put shit in my body that I don't need. You know what I mean? And it just yeah. seems introducing shit into my body, just d- let's not do it. And, and I'm even kind of like that when I, when I do get sick. I try not to take aspirin or cold medicine or stuff like that. I don't really use that much unless I'm feeling really bad because I want it to be able to work when I need it. So I, I don't oh, I just re- take fistfuls. Like, give me the chems. Give me the drugs, man. Yeah, I, I usually take- don't until I'm, you know, it, it's pretty bad and then I'll take it. But for the most part, I kind of avoid that stuff. And so the, the flu shot kind of falls into another thing of, you know, putting stuff in my body that I just, I, I don't know. I don't feel, I'm not convinced that it needs to be there. And what what is it? It's like forty percent likely that it'll it'll uh, miss the strain of the flu that's going around anyway. It's all kind of an educated guess. So yeah, that, it is. You know that that also again, you're introducing something into your your system that may or may not even be useful, and you know who knows what the long term effect of it would be. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But then again, I figure a bunch of really smart people figured this out, and they. They think it's probably a good idea that I get this flu shot. So I'm taking the flu shot because I don't want to get really super sick. Like some of the strains of the flu just get you just ugly sick. Right. I, I don't need that. Well, I don't know that they say that, though. I think they more say that the elderly and kids should get it. But healthy, strong adults don't necessarily need to get it. It's up to your own choice. Yeah, so you they're not it, necessarily saying, idea. you know, an adult like yourself needs a flu shot. They're saying, eh, it's here if you want it. Yeah, they're saying if you don't, you know. And they're it, saying it won't that, you kill know, you if you get it. Right, probably. and if it ends up being a shortage of the flu shot, then you're a selfish bastard for taking it away from somebody who could actually get killed. Yeah, fuck them. So that's you, you know, right there in a yeah, nutshell. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Swell fucking guy. <laughs> I don't want the flu. It's like food poisoning, man. It's brutal. It's bad. 
You know, you know that. But it's not like you, you know, it's not like you don't exercise or like you, you know, smoke or anything like that. I mean, you're a healthy person, so you've got antibodies yeah. and a strong immune system and things like that. I mean, for the most life, because I get the flu shot. No, that's not because you get the flu shot. That's <laughs> horseshit. It's a placebo that just makes you feel strong like bull. <laughs> I have a little bit more confidence in modern medical technology than you, I guess. <laughs> Although, I, there was a time when my confidence, I'm afraid, was overrated, and I still look back on this and wonder just what the hell I did. When I was in basic, when I was in the, the, the ROTC boot camp in Fort Knox, at one point, apropos of nothing, they lined us all up, and they gave everybody this little tiny plastic bottle. And... And they, they made us, like, hold it out of one hand, and then, you know, when they gave the command, we, like, twisted off the top. The, the bottle was fused. There, you know, there wasn't a lid. You just kind of tore the top off. And then they gave another command, and we drank it. And they never told us what it was or why we were drinking it or anything. And to this day, I don't know what that was all about. And I wonder, what in the hell did I put in my body in? Super soldier serum. Apparently, it didn't take. <laughs> Bullshit. You're like at least six inches taller than you were before you went to boot camp. <laughs> I was four foot tall in boot camp. It's like the, the ent, prior boot camp? it's like the ent draft that the hobbits took. <laughs> 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 I mean, you're not that big, really, you know, in the scheme of things, but it's you're huge opposite, compared man. to where you I was used actually to. seven foot tall before I took that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that is weird. I wonder if it was just like water or something it was just a thing to test your willingness to uh take an order yeah i don't know weird i've talked to nobody else i know who went through that thing did that it was just our our platoon did you like guys like i don't know what crawl through a mosquito swamp or something could it have been some kind of a malaria vaccine or something like that it could have been kentucky all kinds of crazy bugs can i start picking on kentucky now sure why not all right, hey, Kentucky sucks, man. <laughs> Fucking bug there. <laughs> Big bugs. Oh, spiders. Hornets and things. Humid. Ugh. <laughs> Go Louisville Redbirds, though. Woo, Redbirds. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me tonight, dude. <laughs> <laughs> killing me. You're what are we going to call this podcast? The Gordon is an asshole that pisses off everybody in the world podcast. Yeah, you're a prick. I don't know what what I see in you. It's crazy. I don't either. Hey, so it's fucking Ecuador. Those Ecuadorians. God damn them now. So speaking of science. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you, I, I emailed you that piece. Did you see that thing about the, uh, the new planetary photographs that the scientists took? Uh, the planet that's orbiting the uh, star. Was it Fomalhaut? Fomalhaut. I read that in the paper. I didn't actually read the story you emailed. No, why would you? But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another email from Steve. Since Fuck I, that since guy. Since I pissed I everybody him. off. <laughs> Steve's a dick. <laughs> uh, you know what? Portugal can kiss my ass. Boop. A little delete sound when you fucking delete my email. Anyway. I, I thought that was kind of interesting uh, a story. Uh, you know, it kind of brought up that whole thing too about they're talking about. Well, these planets don't look like they can support life because it's four hundred degrees there or whatever. But uh, you know, this this points to the idea that there probably is some place out there that's pretty similar to Earth and that could support life. Where are you on the whole uh, life on other planets thing? Oh, absolutely. 
Yeah, there's life on other planets. It's uh, it's a natural. It's it's just a natural state of things. Life is one. Of, it's like that cheesy Jurassic Park movie. You know, life happens. Molecules tend to form, and organic compounds form, and it's life. Life is a force out there. Of course, there's life. Yeah, I agree. I think it would be pretty. They, they keep finding it in impossible places. So why not outer space? Why not other planets? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's, it seems to me it'd be pretty. Uh, it would be pretty arrogant of us to think that we're the only ones around. But doesn't yeah, that, you know, speaking of the natural order of things, now since 99% of, you know, life is concerned with fucking and killing to survive, don't you think the alien <laughs> movies pretty much have it right that we're hosed if uh, <laughs> <laughs> if we get visited, we're jacked, dude. Yeah, well, anytime uh, two cultures interact, the, the technologically superior one comes out on top, so... If they get here first, it's all over. I would like to welcome our new alien overlords. <laughs> and let me be the first to say, fuck the Earth. I never liked this place anyway. Starting with West Virginia, Kentucky, <laughs> Michigan, Tijuana. Tijuana. Uh-huh. Los Angeles. And just some random other places, too, you know? Fuck Peru. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, I thought, yeah, that, France, yeah, I thought that was a pretty France. interesting thing, uh, you know? pictures of other planets and stuff like that that always kind of gets my imagination going oh yeah it's it's super cool i i can't wait till they send that probe to that that oceanic icy moon of jupiter and they're gonna drill through the ice till they get down to the liquid ocean and have that submarine zipping around looking for life forms down there that is that is bonerific science right there yeah isn't that cool yeah i dig that shit it's really cool yeah you know i'm i'm sorry i'm so inappropriate i've I, I'm pissing everyone off. I had, Speaking I had of, a parent. What? I had a parent. I'm talking. Shut up. I had a parent, <laughs> Speaking of shit that pisses me off, why don't we just go right into that, you cocksucker? All right. Go on. What pisses you off? You, <laughs> you act, all over my story. You're acting no, like ahead, a fucking please. asshole. That's what pisses me off. No, go right ahead. This There was this no, woman. No. There was this woman. There was this woman? What? There was this woman. Oh. You're just saying. Just okay. No, I, I didn't say that at all said I had a parent-teacher conference. With so, the, with, well, it with sounds woman, fascinating. Please continue. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if we were in the same studio, I'm kicking you in your remaining testicle right now. <laughs> you wouldn't because you're tiny, tiny man. Now go on with your fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> you kidding? I had the super soldier serum. <laughs> I got a size 74 boot <laughs> right for your nutsack. Yeah, inappropriate. Anyway parent-teacher conference one of my kids acting up a little bit and the teacher wanted to know what you know what was going on because he's usually very well behaved she kept asking you know is there some change that's happened in his home life is there something different some stressor and i coming up with nothing i mean same old same old around here so finally i I, i'm like racking my brain i'm thinking out loud nothing has really changed he's been a little tired lately i don't know Finally, go. Oh, yeah. There's that thing. I, I don't know if you know this, but last week his mother was killed by clowns. <laughs> yeah, the teacher did not know what to do with that information. She made about 17 different facial expressions all at the same time. <sighs> I had to come clean and tell her that you know, it didn't really happen. That's Apparently, up. I'm not for everyone. 
<laughs> I'm not sure you're for anyone. <laughs> we should probably just lock this podcast up and not, not expose it to the outside world. Oh, shit. Well, you've been exposing yourself years, so what's one more podcast? <laughs> yeah, now I'm on that offender list. What's up with that? <laughs> you can't go within 50 yards of a school. Is what they do. Something like that. Yeah, like uh, 50 yards of a goat, actually. It's kind of <laughs> And the goat community thanks you. <laughs> that goat wanted it. Shit. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of shit that's pissing me off lately. It it is. I I mean, you know, my family is health healthy for the most part and happy, and where we all have jobs and everybody's working and everything's good. But there's just been a bunch of little shit that's been going on lately that you know is kind of just annoying and building up. Uh, for instance, uh, about a week ago, I got. A speeding ticket, my second this year, uh-huh. for going sucks. forty and a twenty-five. I, I got up early before work. I was gonna run down to the bagel store and get my kids, my family, some bagels. And I'm going down in the hill in the rain, half sleep, out of my routine. And uh, evidently, I was going too fast. Didn't even look at the speedometer as I'm going through my neighborhood. It was like you know, normal everyday thing. And uh, this motorcycle comes uphill in the rain around a blind curve and immediately swings around and pulls me over. So, yeah, that sucked. And uh, the same thing happened about six months ago. I haven't had a ticket in decades, and I've gotten two bang, bang this year. So I just feel like kind of I feel like an idiot for getting in this position. And it's it's just yeah. You know what it is. You've been riding your bike so much too. It's gotten you out of your driver mode. Maybe that's it. But it's never. You know what? I never get a ticket if I'm just driving to work. The last time I got a ticket years and years ago was on actually it was on election day, and I had gone to my polling place and they had moved my polling place, and so I was trying to vote before work, and so I went to this other polling place which is in front of a school. I pulled out and hit the gas in front of the school and woo. <laughs> so it's it's always some it's never I, I've never gotten a ticket just driving to school or just driving to work driving home it's always when I'm doing something outside of my routine that I have you know something like this happen so that's frustrating all the shit in our house is breaking our microwave suddenly stopped working our dishwasher isn't draining our bath <laughs> bathtub uh, stopped uh, started leaking I had to fix that I mean it's just one thing after another. The Seahawks are one of the shittiest teams in the NFL. One of the one things they should be able to lean on each week to make me feel better. And the Seahawks. Uh, so It's just a bunch of little stuff that's pissing me off. And uh, do you ever go out and try to buy a video game these days, Gord? Yeah, yeah I bought one today. <laughs> yeah, so I this morning, I mean, today is supposed to be the day Left for Dead comes out, right? Big yeah. game, game of the year. And I, I never understand why with video games it's got to be so different. With with music, with CDs, or with books, when the release date is given, you can pretty much count on that if you go to a store on that day, when they open, they're going to have the shit. They're going to have the Unless book. Unless it's a George R.R. Martin book. What's that? Unless it's a book by George R.R. Martin. <laughs> In which case, they may never have it. But other than that... You know, you can usually get the shit. But with video games, it's always a fucking shell game. I never understand that. How, okay, the 18th release date. I went to four stores this morning looking for the fucking game and ended up having to haunt like BestBuy.com to find out when it came into stock there so I could go pick it up on my lunch hour. It's just crazy. It's fucking insane. It, it can't be easier than that. 
and you know one of our friends ordered it online. He's going to beat this. He beat the system. Why run around and do all that fucking around? You know, order it early so that you have it on the day of release. Did he get it today? Fuck no, he didn't get it today. <laughs> one of our friends from Pinto Gigante. Exactly. Podcast. I mean, it, that just that blows. That, that you know, why why does it got to be that hard to buy a fucking video game? I don't know. It's what yet another one of life's many frustrations. Yeah. So speaking of speaking of, why don't we? Uh, I guess I've hit all my what pisses us off. How about you? Well, you know what pisses me off is what happens in my children's bathroom. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with toothpaste. But when I was a kid, toothpaste it was like paste for your teeth. It came out of a tube, you'd squeeze on a toothbrush, brush your teeth. That was that. Maybe you might have some misadventure where you squeeze too much on your toothpaste brush and you try to get it back in the tube. But it wasn't like it is nowadays, where toothpaste is actually some uh, gelatinous liquid that gets shot out of the tube and it makes a mess. And you find it like on the ceiling and the floor and the mirror. I, what the that's, hell? That's no, that is no shit. When we were kids, there was two kinds of toothpaste. There was Crest and Colgate. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, and then remember the revolution that happened when they came out with that stripey toothpaste? Right, oh, I know. And that was like, whoa, my God. That's, I I don't know. We'd be putting on airs if we were to buy that. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's that's crazy talk. And now, yeah, they've got all kinds of goofy. You know, and and frankly, I don't want fucking cherry bubblegum flavor in my mouth in the morning before I've had anything. That oh, sucks. I, like I keep putting that cherry bubblegum thing on my penis. Bubble, yeah, they've, they've got all kinds of fucked up flavors for toothpaste now. What's the deal with that? If I'm going to brush my teeth, I want fresh breath. I don't want fucking lime ice. Well, the, <laughs> then there's the other thing with toothpaste is not only do you have um, just a cornucopia of flavor options, then you have all the options of what do you want the toothpaste to do. Fight cavities, gingivitis, plaque, whitening. You, there's There used to be crest. Yeah, I, crest. I want the, the stuff now that like cleans my fucking crest. teeth. That's what I want. <laughs> Clean my fucking teeth. That's all I'm asking for. It's not that tall it, of an order. Seriously, if it didn't taste so bad, I'd just take a bar of ivory soap, rub it on my toothbrush, and then brush with that. Yeah, so why I not? I don't need fancy-dancy toothpaste, and my children can't handle the toothpaste because the consistency of it is too liquidy nowadays right. and it, it goes and it comes in a little highly pressurized pump canister which is basically like having toothpaste in a can of silly string <laughs> I was thinking cheese whiz but yeah I mean did you ever walk into the bathroom and you're like how the fuck did toothpaste get on the ceiling yeah <laughs> yeah, and there's there's more toothpaste actually out on the surfaces of the bathroom than, than originally started in the can. I don't I don't know how this happens. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's a, a, a bizarre question. Oh, and part of it too is because kids don't have normal toothbrushes anymore. Everything is battery operated and has Mario on it. So you. <laughs> You put toothpaste on the electric toothbrush and you hit the fire button and fizz, all of a sudden there's toothpaste everywhere. That's how it gets on the fucking ceiling. It's the newfangled yep. toothbrushes. We stick with the manual uh, operated toothbrushes over here. I don't Do know. you? Yeah, no. Yeah. My kids have like all kinds of space age shit. Their toothbrushes are so far beyond what even what I have. And it's, it's scary. <laughs> are, you, are your kids like, I don't know, musical, musically inclined? They like music. 
Yeah, do they like making, uh, you know, f- dirty lyrics to any and all <laughs> songs? But don't get me wrong, I know, I know where my son gets this skill, because that has always been kind of one of my gifts. It's kind of like my superhero power, that I can come up with filthy lyrics to just about any song in a matter of minutes. But, uh... My my son has just been like penis 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 song penis penis song all the time, and it's like stop with the penis song, son. It's a it's a wonderful thing. Don't get me wrong, but geez, is yeah, it is there a nice restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> Grandma doesn't need to hear this. Yeah, and uh, no, I, I was telling my friend about it. My friend was talking. Yeah, oh yeah, he, but his son, it, everything is butt crack. So the other day he was in the other room reading the newspaper or whatever, and he hears this melodious butt crack tune coming in from the other room. So it's just I don't know a thing with six year old boys right now where they they just everything is a is some sort of obscene musical tune is going on. Melodious butt crack would be a great name for a band. Yeah, I was thinking about that. So let's see what else. Oh, a little uh, multimedia triage. So we were talking about uh, Left for Dead. What do you think so far? Well, I've only played the demo, but the demo's pretty hot. Did you did you play the single player section? No, I, I just played that one demo that one time with you. Hmm, okay, yeah, it was interesting because when I played it through by myself, it, it was I don't know. I kind of was feeling like the game wasn't that great, and then when I finally played it with other people, it was a freaking blast. I think that the game like throws more zombies and more shit at you. For uh, people who don't know, Left 4 Dead's a new game is out for PC and Xbox, I think, uh, that uh, just came out today. And it's uh, a game where you play together with up to four other people. And basically, it's like 28 days later. So you're running through a city uh, armed to the teeth and being attacked by just hordes of fast-moving zombies. And uh, it's pretty insane fun. Yeah. Also, you can be... Let's see, I haven't got to try this yet. You can be a zombie overlord and direct your minions of zombies to harass the humans while using some of your own super zombie powers. Uh, be it, uh, and that that changes on what kind of boss zombie you are. It looks, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing to it. Then I t- wish we'd finish this goddamn podcast <laughs> so I could go play it. And tomorrow Are we night still is doing this? tomorrow night is the night, dude. We'll be playing all night tomorrow, so that's going to be awesome. No, tomorrow night is not. Now, now this podcast comes out, you know, you, you in podcast land, you're hearing this days later. I mean, but when we recorded this, Xbox was about to unleash their new user interface, their new GUI, if you will, to try to make your Xbox experience look more like you're playing a Wii. And I'm of the opinion that it's going to be another Microsoft fuck-up, and we won't be able to use our Xbox as well for weeks or months until they put the patch out. So have you seen anything about what it's supposed to look like? You you keep saying that it's supposed to look like a Wii. Is that true, or are you just... Being... Yeah, no, I'm not exaggerating. I can't even say it. Yeah, it's you're going to have your little three-dimensional avatar of you, and um, it actually looks really slick. It I I hope it works, because it, it should be actually kind of fun. But I, I have I have misgivings. <laughs> I have consternation. <laughs> I have I have worries and paranoia. Yeah, I know what you mean. Not only do I piss everybody off, I I just ruin everybody else's fun by worrying about how things are going to suck. <laughs> I buy into misery before it goes on sale. Well, Microsoft does have that potential. I've been trying to get. It's supposed to be really easy to get your Xbox to talk to your computer, 
And I can't get it to fucking happen. I've been trying to do it for a week now, and uh, it's absolutely the two won't. Re- you tr- you try to go into your network and get your Xbox, your your computer to look for the Xbox, and the Xbox never heard of the motherfucker. It wants nothing. <laughs> exactly, it wants nothing to do with it. So I guess you're right. The potential for disaster is there. Okay. Anyway, uh, on the zombie front, uh, I'm currently reading a book, uh, Monster Nation, by David Wellington. It's the second uh, after Monster Island. It's a series of zombie books. Uh, it's pretty cool, but I've got about 100 pages left, and he's kind of failing to close strong. He's sort of losing me. The story's been good so far, but uh, I, I, I'm, I, it'll remains to be see how, seen how the uh, story's going to come out. I, it, it's kind of losing my interest a little bit. And I just got... Uh, Stephen King's new uh, short story collection, uh, just after sunset. So that's next up in my queue. I'm looking forward to that. Are you reading anything? No, I can't read. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Have you seen any movies? Yeah, I'm geeking out on the Horus Heresy. I just finished book seven, and uh, or book five. I don't even know. I've read thousands of pages of the Horus Heresy now. In fact, I've, I have it in a box right now. It's ready to send to you. So when you're ready to start reading them. I know it's 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 looking a little daunting though. It's a lot of fucking books there, so I, I I'm gonna have to dive in and just attack that shit here. So. I you keep like read reading one offs and things and and not really buckling down. So do Did you catch any movies this week? Oh, uh, hell's no. no. Well, I saw Rock and Roll, but that was last week. God, that was a great movie. Was it? Was it good? Yeah, it's good. Cool. Yeah, in fact, days afterwards, my wife just out of the blue goes. Walks in the room, she goes, I'm so happy we saw that movie. I am still happy about that movie. That movie was great. She walks out. Oh, cool. I need to check that out then, because I am a huge fan of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and I was kind of disappointed by Snatch, I gotta say, that it just seemed kind of a mess, and it wasn't as tight and well-crafted, I thought, as Lock, Stock, so uh, if Rock and Roll is better, then I'm looking forward to it, definitely. Well, I like Lock, Stock, and I like Snatch, so... I don't know. I th- I thought this was more lock stock than snatch. And Sweet. do you? I- I'm not going to go any more detail than this. And it's not a pervert thing, even though I am a pervert. Possibly the best sex scene ever in any movie. Hey, so there's that. That's awesome. I'm looking forward yeah. to. It. Well, speaking of sex in movies, we saw Zach and Miri make a porno this week. This week. Now, how was that? That was a blast. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Really funny. Uh, well put together. Uh, and uh, Kevin Smith is is shooting a movie even a little with a little more craftsmanship. So there was some actually a few shots in the movie where I was like, "Nice shot," which you've rarely seen before in his film. So, but uh, the, the dialogue was hilarious. Uh, everything that you'd expect, very funny. I will say, I, I don't think it was like just as balls out hilarious as maybe Tropic Thunder was. I think I laughed a little harder at that one. But it's definitely well worth it if if you like your amusing filth with a heart of gold. Uh, it's definitely worth <laughs> your time. It's funny, actually. I think Julie enjoyed it a little more than I did. So it, oddly as it might sound, it's pretty sensitive to women. So, yeah, Aww. I liked it. It was cool. All right. So uh, voicemail stuff. We've got a little bit of uh, old business. Uh, Snowy White from the Radioactive Metal podcast uh, fired in once again with a little something something for us. And here it goes. Hey guys, it's Snowy White from Radioactive Metal once again, and I was just calling to give you guys a heads up that on our latest episode, which is our annual Halloween show, we uh, give a shout out to all of our favorite, you know, horror type film 
podcasts out there, and obviously you guys are on that list. So if you, you're probably going to check it out anyways, but you know, just I'm giving you the heads up. So and everyone else, check it out, please, at radioactivemetal.net. Thank you very much, and stay cool, guys. Bye. Well, that was very cool. It is, and uh, I, I listened to it. He gave us a really nice review, and he mentioned us. You know, to to have him mention us uh, in their Halloween show, uh, alongside such podcasts as Drunken Zombie, Night of the Living podcast, Bloody Good Horror. Uh, you know, those guys are all such great shows, and so that makes me feel just really good that that he was kind enough to mention us alongside such great companies. So. It was Wait, awful. Are we a horror podcast? We're not, but we kind of discuss that stuff oh. every once in a while. And uh, because I'm a metalhead, uh, you know, there's some crossover interest there. So uh, I, I, I appreciate that. And I actually discovered their podcast through Drunken Zombies Forum. So uh, that was, I, I think that's why he also uh, considers us part of that family. So uh, I really appreciate it, Snowy. And uh, check out Radioactive Metal uh, if you're uh, into the heavy music. It's a good show. Yeah, thanks. Uh, and wh- where is he from? Because I'll, I'll tell, I'll talk about what a crappy place that is too. Probably. <laughs> He's from Winnipeg. You have anything bad oh, to say about you know, Winnipeg? No, I got nothing bad to say about pretty much all of Canada. I, sorry, I'm going to give you guys a pass. <laughs> okay, and then we got except for you, Moose Jaw. Fuck you, Moose Jaw. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got an email from. Uh, Jay Emmett from the Obscure 80s Podcast. So our intrepid listeners may remember last week that uh, we took umbrage with uh, the Obscure 80s show, Jay specifically, saying that our show sucked, and uh, we fired back a little fusillade of our own last week, and uh, Jay came back with the following email. You guys suck so bad. I was taken out of context, and I protest. Also, I'm extremely sensitive about my dorky laugh, so thanks for playing it twice. I realized I had a Poindexter laugh listening back to episodes of our own show, actually. You know, the funny thing is, he didn't listen to the whole show because I played his laugh at the very end the third time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, he goes on to say, I hope you ass pirates know I really do enjoy the show after I said you suck. And then I told everyone to go listen. Also, I'm glad to hear you wasted all your snaps on us. Everyone knows bad publicity gets more attention than good. We'll keep playing your promo, I guess. Love you, hugs and kisses, Jay Emmett. Uh, yeah, I, I I will say, in all fairness, we did take him out of context. But, you know, we had to. He gave us a sound bite. It was the right thing to do for the comedy. Absolutely. It's all about the comedy. It, it doesn't matter who gets hurt, as long <laughs> as it's funny. <laughs> and then... Actually, he did revisit the issue last week on the Obscurating Show, so uh, here's what he had to say. Also, um, iTunes. If you got a few seconds, go to Obscurating and leave us a review. That's really cool. We don't really care if you vote for us on any place or anything like that. We just, the reviews, I like going in and reading them. Even if, you know, just go in and say we suck. Don't do that, please. Unless you're, we do uh, not suck. Unless you are, uh, <laughs> we do not suck. Sir. <laughs> unless you're bombat and then say that we suck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's my fault, assholes. <laughs> take go someone listen. out of context. Seriously though, go listen to Bonebat because they're some funny motherfuckers and they're nice guys. And dude. the show sucks. That was Stewie this time. So if you're gonna attack, <laughs> attack Stewie D. Um, last thing we want to mention, and no, seriously, Bonebat show is a funny show. They are really funny guys, and they're nice guys too. They really are. Oh yeah. So, they, but they did, they did, they did, they did, take they did get me, yeah, they, they bitch slapped me a little bit, but that's okay. 
Well, yeah, I deserved it. Bitch, no, yeah. I was fucking with them first. Yeah, so. yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, Stewie D. Stewie D. Look, Stewie if I D. Want any of that guy's lip, I'm gonna scrape <laughs> it off of my zipper. You're okay? a dead man, Stewie D. <laughs> no, very classy gentleman. Uh, thank you for uh, for mentioning us and for the kind words. We do appreciate it. And, uh, we consider the matter dead, just like Stewie D. Not just me. Anyway, okay, uh, what else? That's uh, it on the voicemail front. Um, I have a, a couple of things. Wanted to talk just a little bit more about Twist and Tarantulas. Uh, the guys formed the band in the fall of 1993 uh, with Pistol Pete Midgard, the uh, vocalist and bassist, forming the band. Uh, and they've been uh, basically rocking things ever since. Uh, they've got uh, three CDs out, uh, Attack of the Twist and Tarantulas, uh, El Destroyo, and they've got a new one that I believe you can get through iTunes. Uh, there, you can buy their stuff through twistingtarantulas.com. So definitely check them out because they're a fantastic band and they rock like all get out. I really appreciate you guys uh, letting us use your music again. Thanks so much. Uh, we discovered Julie and I had actually discovered you guys listening to KX KEXP, which is an amazing independent radio station here in Seattle, and. Uh, they played it one night when we were driving home from Julie's mom's house, and we were both just like, "Jesus, this song is good." And so, to you know, after that was a couple years ago, and for them to agree to be on the show is just a thrill for me. So, I really appreciate that. So, uh, are we ready to do our, our dirty jokes now? Filthy jokes. What do you got? Sir? Filthy jokes. I got the voodoo penis. Okay, hit me. So this man, this husband, he's going away for a long business trip, and as a as a gift to his wife. Because he's a sensitive human being, he says, "Honey, I got you something. I'm, I'm going to be away for a long time, and I wanted to take care of you." And he hands her this beautiful wooden box with these inscriptions on it. It's, it, I mean, the box itself is a work of art. And she goes, "Wow, this is beautiful. It's a jewelry box." It's like, "No, no, no. Open it up." She opens it up, and inside is this great big, what looks like a wooden penis. And she, she's like. Okay, and what's this? It's a voodoo penis. Voodoo penis? How does it work? He goes, well, let me show you. you. Take off your clothes, get on the bed. So she does. And she goes, and he goes, now, the, the way you do it is you just say, voodoo penis, and then you tell it where you want it to go. So she, she's kind of skeptical, but yeah, she's already there. So voodoo penis, my pussy. Sure enough, the thing levitates out of the box, <laughs> dives right in. Boop, 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 boop. Just an amazing orgasmic experience for her. So then when she's all done, he goes, okay, now say, voodoo penis, go home. So voodoo penis comes out, flies into the bathroom, washes itself off, goes back into its box. The lid levitates, closes itself up. She loves it. So the guy goes away on his business trip. He's gone. And she is loving the voodoo penis. Every night she's into it. After a while, it starts to be every night and every afternoon. After a while, it's like voodoo penis all the time. So she she has to go visit her mother during this business trip. So she takes the voodoo penis with her, and she's got it in the car seat right next to her. Driving down the highway, she thinks, yeah, what the heck? I'm wearing a skirt. So she's blowing down the highway. Voodoo penis, my pussy. It comes out levitates over, just starts going to town on her. So she, much like you, stops paying attention to her speed, accelerates just right past the highway patrol. He hits the lights, pulls her over, it's like, oh, voodoo penis, go home. Voodoo penis, like, levitates up. It's got no place to clean itself off, so it just, it just kind of 
hovers there right over the lid of the box. I'm unsure what to do. And the highway patrolman comes over, has her roll down her window, starts giving her the ticket talk. And he looks over and he goes, what the hell is that? She goes, oh, that that's a voodoo penis. And he goes, a voodoo penis, my ass. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Hey, thanks. Hey, so what's the difference between acne and a Catholic priest? <laughs> I don't know what. Acne usually comes all over a boy's face after he turns 12. Oh, Jesus. I know. And I'm Catholic, too. I hate myself. Wow. And like in one fell swoop, you pissed off a greater <laughs> section of the world than I did. Oh, <laughs> I have to shit. Make it up. Yeah, I, I don't know. Had to follow hey, up the vo- voodoo penis somehow. <laughs> anyway, so uh, a couple of other quick plugs that I would like to throw out there. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Zombie Undead is a movie that I mentioned last uh, month in the uh, when I was talking about the Revenant Film Festival wrap-up. Uh, they are actually about 60% done with their movie. It's a very low-budget film that they're putting together. Uh, I think they just filmed another day, so they're kind of saving up their money and filming when they can. So uh, if you have you know any money and you dig uh, zombie movies, check out their website. You can find the link. I believe it's zombieundead.com. They also have a blog as well. Check out their trailers, and if you've got some money to throw at getting a film done, uh, this is a good one to do because the film looks fantastic. They've got three trailers so far, and uh, I, I cannot wait to see the finished product. It's going to be a badass film. So, uh, again, this is the, the film I mentioned where the with the uh, rolling zombie cock. So. <laughs> also be a good name for a band. <laughs> I hope you're writing these down. No, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, and then one other thing. Uh, our buddies at IROT, who uh, have uh, been on a couple of our shows, uh, have yeah. pulled together a gig uh, that's a pretty interesting thing. On December 20th here in Seattle at El, El Corazon, uh, they are pulling together a show called From the Darkness Light, Metal Protecting Children. It is a benefit to... Uh, or a show to benefit, rather, uh, Protect.org, which is an organization that works for uh, the protection of children against child abuse, uh, internet exploitation, and uh, and things like that. Um, They work very hard to, you know, get laws passed that are zero tolerance against this sort of thing. And uh, BJ and IROD have pulled together an amazing 10-band lineup for this show. So if you want to see Ceremonial Castings, who... uh, was on our last on our Halloween show, uh, Funeral Age, Gravenlock, uh, I Rot, Super Happy Storytime Land, Crusher Enemies, Sickened, Burning of Eye, another fantastic local band, Kill Closet, and Dracul. Uh, just a fantastic lineup of local metal that's going for a good cause. So if you're in the Seattle area, show up on uh, Saturday, December 20th, El Corazon, and check it out. Oh, and one, one other thing before I forget. Twisting Tarantulas is actually celebrating the band's 15th anniversary at the Berkeley Front on uh, Saturday, December 13th. So if you're in the Detroit area, stop in and check that out. It's going to be a fucking great show, I am sure. I wish I was there. And if you do go, call us, 206-339-3360, and give us a review of how the show was. Uh, We'll play it on the show. I'd really appreciate to hear about how the... uh, Twist and Tarantula's anniversary show goes. 
Uh, and that's it. Just like to give a quick uh, thank you also to uh, Obscure 80s and Radioactive Metal once again. Thanks for calling in, guys, and for uh, contacting us. And uh, the normal plugs, uh, Mighty Wombat, man. You've got new shit coming out every Thursday, correct? Word. Davis Magazine, what's up? What's going on over there? Yeah, the monthly DavisLifeMagazine.com column. You can read that at DavisLifeMagazine.com. Find G.J. Calkins. That's me. You got a new piece up? I always got a new piece out. What's it about this week? Dude, I don't even remember. You know, the thing is, I write it it's two months ahead of time, <laughs> so I'm always confused as to what I, you know what's actually published versus what I've written. But by the time it comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember writing that back in the day. I was so young, man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Go, go read it. I don't want to ruin the surprise for me. <laughs> cool. Okay, and uh, as always, there's new content on Bonehand.com every Sunday, so uh, you can check us out there. That's pretty much it. Thank you for listening. This is Steve. This is Gord. Later. When I know you want to look pretty And I know you want to smell nice And I know want to make all the other girls jealous, baby. But we ain't got all night. Well, come on, stop your feet dagger, come on, stop your lollygagging, come on. You're moving way too slow, still gotta stop at the liquor store. Well, come on, the party's way come on, stop your hesitating, come on. You're taking too much time, we still gotta stop and get a bottle of wine. Well, I know that you want to look pretty and I know Nice. And I know you got a reputation, but we ain't got all night. Come on, baby, let's go. Come on. But I know you wanna look pretty, and I know. Heels out, come on, I'm losing my head, come on, your purse is on the bed, come on, I know right where it's at, I swear to God, you don't look fat, well I know, you wanna look pretty, and I know you wanna smell nice, and I know you got a reputation on me, ain't got all night, oh for Christ's sake, baby, let's go! mountains of Asia, a terrain so rugged, so treacherous, no country will claim it. Worse than Detroit? 
I'm afraid so. <laughs> Dude, he's up on Detroit. Fuck. 